In this episode of Lawyer Business Advantage, Michelle Hoover of Hoover Kropelka Family Law shares a unique approach to business development that has led to Hoover Kropelka becoming one of the largest family law firms in California. Listen to the insights of a true law firm marketing pro coming up next on Lawyer Business Advantage. Welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage, your source for biz dev tips, wisdom, and inspiration. I'm your host, Alej Yajnik. We're unleashing your inner rainmaker in three, two, one. And it's my pleasure to welcome to the show, Michelle Hoover. Michelle Hoover is the Director of Community Relations for Hoover Kropelka. And Hoover Kropelka is one of the largest family law firms in the state of California. Michelle, welcome to the show today. Thank you. Really appreciate you taking the time to jump on with us. Um, I'm excited for our conversation today because, you know, you have a different role. You're the director of community relations. You're not necessarily a practicing attorney. So I would love to hear a little bit, and our listeners would love to hear too, um, about your role at the firm and a little bit about the firm. Okay, very well. Well, thank you. Uh, Hoover Kropelka started uh, in 1960. Our attorneys began practicing at that time. So this year marks the 60th year of practice for our founder, Bob Hoover. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Um, so the you know, we've been through several partnerships and hundreds of employees over the years and thousands of clients. So we are constantly learning, growing, but always focused exclusively on family law. So uh, considered an expert in that area. And our attorneys also serve as judge pro tems. Uh, so they'll sit in, they're invited by judges to help settle cases before they go to trial. So the level of expertise that we have at the firm is uh, exclusive to family law. Wow. So at this point, we have about uh, 16 attorneys oncoming in March 2020. And I, as the, the Director of Community Relations, help support those attorneys with trusted advisors that they may need as they're handling cases that are exclusive to family law. I was also handed the marketing piece when I started six years ago. So all the website and online marketing you see had been under my direction over the last six years. Mm -hmm. And then also with this growth has come a real need for community services for many of our clients, and specifically domestic violence. So my job is also to build strong partnerships with uh, community service providers that our clients may need while they're going through divorces. You know, Michelle, it's a really interesting role that you have. I haven't actually seen it at any other law firms and was hoping you could just elaborate a little bit on um, on two things. One is uh, the domestic violence aspect and building those that, that support network and also okay. examples of resources that your attorneys need that you support them with. Certainly. Uh, originally, I came on and it was going to be a part-time position to help with networking. Uh, we believe in person-to-person -person contact and building and maximizing those relationships. So we needed awesome. a little bit of help in that area. So the idea was, okay, we'll come on and, and help uh, network. But it turned into something much more as we grew um, because, again, we only handle family law. We're constantly in need of strategic advisors, mostly in financial services, real estate, property division, and other areas of law. 
So with the increased caseload comes the increased need to align ourselves with trusted advisors that can help service our clients and support our attorneys as they're working with them. So I'm kind of the quarterback, if you will, in that area. We have attorneys that really enjoy networking and are out there and have their own Rolodexes of advisors, and then we also have a mentorship program for first-year attorneys coming in who may just be starting out in building their networks. So those are the ones that I would primarily support as they're getting going in their careers. Yeah, as they're ramping up. Well, that's that's really um, awesome in a couple of respects. The first is you guys actually have a formal program for first years and are focusing mm-hmm. them a little bit on business development, which is terrific. Too many attorneys wait too long to get into that. And when they do, mm-hmm. there's no structure in place or support system in place. And the other is, you know, your firm has clearly recognized the value of strategic alliances and trusted advisors. And you spend a lot of your time building up those relationships, which is terrific. And I'm sure that adds a ton of value to the services you bring to your clients as well. Exactly. And because that is my role, I'm a dedicated resource within the firm to do that. It does allow me time because I'm not practicing law to create those strategic alliances with the domestic violence intervention programs and other organizations that maybe are important to our employees. We have people in charge of nonprofits that work with us. So we want to help build their interests uh, from a firm culture and be involved with the causes that our employees care about as well, in addition to uh, what our client needs are. So you have a lot of hats that you're wearing at the firm, sounds like. (laughs) Yes. Um, Okay, so let's spend a little bit of time with the marketing hat on. Is that okay? Certainly. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. So as a marketer, I, I would love to get your perspective on the value of business development and how critical of a skill that is for attorneys to know in this day and age. Yes, because you can either go one way or the other. You either are forward facing and building your own clientele or you're extremely focused on law and maybe you work at a larger firm that has that marketing background for you for your business development. But if you're authentic and doing your job well, keeping in contact with the clients and the teams that you're working with and and holding on to those relationships and helping other people grow in what their needs are, anybody you've worked with, just maximizing the teams and clients that you've worked with is going to go a long way. So always maintaining integrity and treating people with mutual respect where you can continue those relationships beyond the specific matter you're working on. That will never fail. Um, but specifically for business development, if you're a newer attorney starting out, this is a critical skill because you're going to need these relationships down the line to be on their radar when they need to refer to you. And, uh, you know, a, an attorney that's young in their career might say, but Michelle, I, I signed up to practice law. I didn't mm-hmm. sign up to go get clients. I don't even like talking to potential clients. I like working on law. Right. I typically respond to those kinds of questions. Uh, well, I'm not asked them often. So thank you for that. <laughs> it is luckily right now in this day and age, it is so easy to align yourself with the proper online support and vendors that you have an online presence. And really you don't need to talk to anybody if you're just doing that. However, Clients really want to kind of peek behind the curtain and find out what is behind this attorney. They have 
all these star ratings and I see their ads everywhere and you can spend to look good online, but what are you really about and how are you connecting uh, with your clients and your advisors that going that are going to need your services. So you need to have a little more depth than just an online presence. And so that's, I think, what we're going to get into with this conversation today, if my instincts are leading me in the right direction. Well, I, I think so. <laughs> that's an awesome point. You know, it's really tempting to think about, okay, well, I, I want to build my book of business. I'm just going to, you know, uh, apply for super lawyers and uh, put up a nice website and pay for traffic through Yelp and Google ads and whatnot. Um, then to your point, there's a second level there of the business development process that needs to be addressed. Correct. And so uh, as the firm has grown and, and you guys have been around for a long time, I'm, I'm curious to find out how your marketing tactics have evolved and what are the tactics that you think are most effective nowadays? This is a good question. If you circle back to 1960s, 1970s, there were such limitations. Attorneys essentially couldn't really pay to market or if you couldn't pay to advertise or if you did have an ad, it had to be a certain size. So we've gone from not being able to advertise at all to you know being able to purchase any size ad or be anywhere you want your dollars can take you wherever you are visibility wise so what is what is that perfect balance um for us we have we've found that the currency of gold is really your personal connections so those long-term relationships the more you have, the more you've been in practice, and the more you focus on building that, that's always going to be with you and carry you. And it's always important if you're building, I would say, a really robust practice um, as opposed to just, you know, kind of a fly-by-night short-term thing. If you're building something to last, you know, like Hoover mm -hmm. Propelka has been around for so long, uh, relationships have probably played a key part in, their, in, that, in the firm's longevity. Am I right? Mm -hmm. Correct. And... Uh, those relationships, we like to celebrate. Um, anybody that refers in, we want to look at who that is, be sure we're thanking them and maximizing that relationship. Is this somebody that we have a need for their service for? Uh, so really holding on to that. And then when we're working or we are in court, doing your job so well is, is very important because people will notice um, and connecting with integrity because you could be in court and the whole courtroom's watching. Oftentimes we would get referrals from people who are actually seeing what's happening and how the attorney is litigating. They'll, they'll come to us after and say, Oh my goodness, may I have your card? Uh, we like how you did your job. So in addition to just nurturing who's in your network, making sure that you're always uh, composed and out there in a visible way, in a positive way, uh, people do notice that, and it it does lend to your credibility. Yeah, that that is a fantastic point. Um, one of the criteria I have before I bring on an attorney as a client is I just want to make sure that they're a good attorney because it all starts there. If you do nothing yeah. else as an attorney, but mm -hmm. you're just an amazing attorney, and that's all, mm -hmm. you could still have a pretty good practice. You don't need to be a great, amazing marketer. Exactly. On the other hand, if you're the best marketer on the planet, but you're not a good attorney that's not going to carry you very far. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so if you have to pick one thing, like be a really good attorney, focus on that. And then augment that sounds like with building some really strong, deep relationships that are high quality. 
Yeah, exactly. You could be practicing and it can be small and you keep in touch with that client. You keep in touch with the tax person that worked with you on that job. Start small, take them out to lunch, figure out what they're about, listen to causes they might be interested in, or could you uh, do a program together, whether that be a panel or host a reception together. There's many ways. If you just have two contacts you worked with on one matter, you can really expand that, focusing on the quality of those connections versus quantity. I, I love that approach of focusing on quality and building those really deep, deep relationships that are based mm-hmm. on mutual respect and collaboration. And you guys bring a third element to that at Hoover Kropelka. You have a real focus on community. So I, I love to understand how that developed because not all law firms have that, especially not mm-hmm. all family law firms have that, and yeah. how it's impacted your firm's growth and business development. All right. This is, this is a really good question. It was somewhat accidental, but uh, <laughs> from the beginning, it was very important to our founder, Bob Hoover, to always offer a one-hour consultation to anybody, regardless of their ability to pay, regardless of their intention to retain. Being an educator and providing that service for people facing divorce has always been one of the cornerstones of the firm. So by us being a resource, this need authentically developed where we had people going through domestic violence scenarios. So that need, uh, why stop there? Let's make sure we have resources on hand uh, with different centers that can help our our clients safely escape and and develop exit strategies. So it's been kind of an authentic wave where as the firm grew, the needs increased. And so we needed more and more community partners. With that, it's not just us referring there uh, for our clients' needs, but it's looking at those organizations and saying, well, hey, listen, we have a bit of a platform how can we help further your cause? And then jointly working with these organizations to create awareness and opportunities. So whether that be a sponsoring at a gala, silent auction items, there are many easy ways for anybody to get involved with a philanthropic effort. And at the end of the day, that's what we're here, right? To improve the lives of others um, yes. in the global scheme. So it's a very easy way to combine your business uh, for a good cause. I would encourage anybody to really consider what causes are important to you. How can you be involved? Is it time? Is it strategy? Is it venue? Is it collaboration? So we've, uh, I guess with growth, really had the need for different community services and really want to be a partner to those. So we use our our new office space as a venue. We, we use uh, our business and social club as a venue. There's many ways to help people um, with community-focused initiatives. I think that's that's fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I love about that is uh, you acknowledge that it was you know not necessarily a deliberate thing, but mm-hmm. it was authentic. It started off with Bob and his ability to give people a free one-hour consult- consultation. That right. kind of flies in the face of popular uh, popular business development opinions around free consults. Right. Those. Um, but you guys did that. You built your practice on it. And that led to other opportunities to get involved into the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of a sideline, you, you mentioned your new office and using that as potentially a platform and an opportunity uh, to deepen relations. Uh, and congratulations, by the way, on the new office, Michelle. Thank you. It looks great. Um, when you were choosing that space, um, 
how did this notion of community involvement and maybe even business development play into some of the decisions you made with regards to the new space? With the new space, that was it came out of need. We were we had outgrown our original office and then had to have another office that was next to it, same complex. Uh, so we were operating two separate offices because we couldn't <laughs> all fit under one roof. So it was a matter of finding the real estate and the right uh, the right office for us to expand to. It ended up we we wound up in the same complex, and then just put everybody under one roof. And then at that time we really had the floodgates open and, and have had more need and more cases coming in. And so we are now busting at the seams at the new place. Oh my. So, <laughs> it's so, time for another move. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. Where's the point? Where's the growth point? You need to talk to someone like you to figure that out. Um, <laughs> the other component of that really though is developing our talent and nurturing the talent. Um, that we have here. So providing growth paths for our employees. So we're making sure we don't want to be, we don't want to necessarily have to turn away a new case coming in. We want to be well equipped to handle that. So we don't want to say no, but we need to grow. So that's where we are. We're, we're growing and accommodating as the needs um, are presented. Awesome. Yeah. And I expect there's going to be more and more of those opportunities uh, <laughs> over time as your mm -hmm. firm continues to grow and prosper. Um, you know, and I would love to hear, so as a law firm marketing expert like yourself, what advice do you give mm -hmm. to attorneys who are just getting involved in business development? Uh, certainly person to person. Um, again, we talked about, you can, you can buy everything online and there's some tips we can kind of walk through that I've learned um, that are easy and cost effective to do. And uh, the person to person um, capital, the social capital, that's going to be your most important resource. So, you know, consider joining networking groups. I know that sounds, a lot of people don't like to do it. Go try, give it a whirl, try a couple um, but for us, that's where our really longstanding uh, referral partner base has come from, something we've been doing for the last 15 years, if you will. And it makes work exciting. We have uh, friendships built with that, too, and we're excited as our um, referral partners start to prosper as well. So it's a great way to really deepen your relationships and your exposure and build, if you will, a support team that's going to help refer to you when you're not there. So it's like a sales team, if you will, um, when you have those connections and your networking groups, the formats work. Um, especially for attorneys, we find Provisors has been an excellent, excellent uh, organization for, for us. Um, again, we, may, we need to make sure we're referring to top-tier advisors. So with Provisors, I think their focus is about 30% of uh, each chapter should be legal. So yes, that, right. gives, that gives you a very good... Um, open door to other seasoned attorneys. So uh, live connecting is great. Uh, power lunches, find out who needs your services the most, figure that out. So for us with family law, we don't practice estate planning. So estate planning advisors and attorneys are the best resources for us. I can never have enough. Um, so I make sure we have strong alliances there because I need to refer it out to them every day. So then what do they need? Well, they might need a lender. So, you know, maybe form a triangular partnership and power lunch and make sure that you are getting to know everybody personally as well, because they could look good online, 
But maybe if you haven't really interviewed them and vetted them, that might not be someone you want to refer to. So you want to make sure that you're confident in the partnerships that you're building. So doing the live face-to-face meetings, you really can't um, go wrong with that. And then now with Zoom meetings, that's that's another way you can kind of get a face-to-face feel and understand people's tones, intonations, um, and what they're about. So that's an easy way if you're not able to make the time to make sure you're connecting with people that are going to be good alliances for you. Boy, oh boy, I hope you on the on the listener side were taking notes because Michelle just went through a fantastic <clears throat> outline on how to get started mm-hmm. with business development and some several best practices were in there. Uh, Michelle, thanks a lot for, for going through that with us. Sure. Um, and your firm just continues to grow. So I would love to hear from you. What excites you about Hoover Kropelka as you move forward? <laughs> Uh, thank you for that question. The thing that really brings tears of joy to my eyes is, is nurturing and developing our employees. So recently we were able to promote several people who are so deserving where previously there wasn't necessarily a upward career path for them. So we've really looked at our infrastructure and how do we retain our talent? What are they needing? So it's really listening to what employees needs are and how do we how do we keep our, our A team? So this has been exciting to be able to uh, be able to promote with, from within. So we've got a couple exciting announcements coming up as well. So stay tuned with us. All right. Um, the the thing that we've done for a long time is we have the clerking program. So we do hire from within law schools, mostly uh, University or Santa Clara University School of Law. And if a student is interested in perhaps pursuing family law, they can come clerk with us and see if that works out. So we have many, many success stories of of law clerks coming in and then uh, proceeding. And in fact, our our partner, Travis Kropelka and Jim Hoover also have um, clerked and now they're partners of the firm. So if if someone is interested in exploring family law, we can help mentor them through the clerk program. And then through first, second, third year, we're happy to be there. I'm their personal PR person. I can help them with anything they need that's outward facing or a client needs something out uh, community related. I've got them. So I'm kind of their built-in marketing person. And then we have oftentimes, we like to hire superstars. So (laughs) they'll come in, work with us for a couple of years and start their own firm. And so it's an open book of how to manage a case, how to successfully move forward. We want to help and grow, whether that be with us or starting on their own. So the thing that does excite me the most is being able to provide a career path uh, for our employees. And that is rewarding. So the role expansion and upward mobility that we're now able to offer. And it's it's taken some fine-tuning and growing, sure. um, but really it's it's our team. And Bob Hoover always had a saying, if you see a turtle on a fence post, it didn't get there by himself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it does take a team and really um, nurturing that team and growing the team. And Michelle, if there is a superstar that's listening and they do want to get started in family law, um, how should they connect with you? They should contact us actually Michelle Casillas. She's the office manager and it's Michelle at HooverKropelka.com. And she prefers emails, no phone calls. Got it. All right. Okay. Michelle at HooverKropelka.com. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Michelle, thank you so much for being on the show today. Really appreciate it. I learned a lot and I know our listeners did as well. My pleasure. Thank you, LA. And that's a wrap. 
To get more episodes, webinars, and free stuff, visit LawyerBusinessAdvantage.com. My name is Alej Yajnik. Thank you for listening. And remember, there is a rainmaker inside everyone, including you.